0: here with your girl miss paula and the chichin show and today we are discussing a hot topic which is the recession as you know if you know any businesses whether they are a small business solopreneur um, entrepreneurs businesses that are raking in more than one billion dollars in sales Recession is the hot topic, and why is that? Because it matters, right? As a business, you need to know that, you know, I'm gonna be in business next year. Uh, Recessions have been known to take and white businesses move off their feet. We are seeing it right now. Bed Bath & Beyond just had their uh, closing. Burger King just announced that it is gonna close more than 400 stores. So recession matters, and if you are a business and you're seeing these big brands go through that, you're thinking, what'll happen to me? One area where uh, most businesses think, you know, that it's okay to cut costs is marketing. That's usually the first place that they're going to go. We're going to cut some of our marketing costs um, and, and, you know, budget because we need the money. But that that's a huge mistake, especially for a small business, and we're going to go into why. But before we do, I want to discuss, as a small business, marketing is very critical. It, it's not only critical as to you getting new customers. It's critical for you to maintain a customer that you have today. You have to constantly be engaging, especially in today's world uh, in the way that technology is moving. We have to constantly be engaging our customer. So the idea is not to abandon marketing, but it is for us to pivot and look at the way that we're using marketing to bring in our customers so what does that mean it means that we need to understand and we have to understand the psychology of the customer and recession psychology in particular Consumers um, that face uh, recession are usually facing dwindling uh, savings because they're dipping into their savings to cover costs um, uh, of the home, of bills that are piling up. They are also um, facing loss of incomes as their jobs look to make cuts or actually losing their jobs. So, of course, they're, they're, they're really concerned about how they're spending their dollar. And traditionally, marketers have segmented our customers by saying, you know, their demographic. And when we say demographic, that's usually when you hear something like a group of uh, age up to 40. They're looking for a demographic of people up to 40 that they can present to. Um, Or if it's a lifestyle brand, they, they can use words like go green. That would mean that they're looking to target and segment that market of people who is interested in green living. Now, here's the pivot. In a recession, you have to stop And say I don't need to segment my customers in this way but I really need to look at the psychology of a customer and when you're looking at the psychology of your customer you are definitely looking at what we call emotional marketing so I want to explore some companies right that that took a recession and made it work for them because if it can work for them it too can work for you so let's start with nerd wallet nerd wallet which was established in 2008 we all remember that recession During that recession, um, NerdWallet, which started as a personal finance website um, that helped people reduce their expenses, they were launched in 2008. As of today, they have a market value of $700 million. They came out during a recession. They saw a need people were looking at that time as to how they could take their personal finances and elevate them. How can I take the money that I had and really like maximize the way it's working for me? NerdWallet answered that call during a recession. The second company I want to speak about is Uber. Uber, which was established in 2009, really began as a cheaper and more uh, efficient alternative to taxi service, right? And there's a little backstory to Uber. Uber, um, the co-founder, which was Garrett Camp, hired a private driver for himself and some friends on New Year's Eve. Um, when that driver came and the friends all, you know, uh, gathered in the car together, him and the other co-founder, which was Travis Kalanick, started having a discussion about, you know, this could have been a cheaper ride had we all, you know, split the costs and During this discussion is when they decided, you know, we should come up with this app. And that app is what we use today. And it's known as Uber. It's important for us to understand uh, that Uber has a market value today of 50 billion dollars. Something this this uh, car ride that they took was an eight hundred dollar ride. Eight hundred dollar ride in the discussion turned into what did I just say? Fifty billion dollars today. Born during a recession. The next one that I want to discuss um, is also interesting. In 2007, uh, a company that started out as being called The Point, we know it today as Groupon. When it was The Point, it was really a platform where people collaborated um, on goods, right? What goods were out there? And then the recession hit. And those same people started gathering in groups of how they could use coupons as a group. If they if they collected as a group and use these coupons, they would get better rates. And then the actual um, the uh, founder who was Andrew, his name was Andrew Mason, saw that opportunity. So I, I need for you to understand he did not create the opportunity. The actual consumer created the opportunity. What he created, again, was called The Point and it was a platform where people just collaborated. Those people then during a the recession created what we know today as Groupon. He saw that as an opportunity, he, he galvanized his forces, changed the branding, changed the name to Groupon, and today they have a market value of $200 million. Those are three companies that we can clearly see. During a recession um, does not mean that you stop A lot of companies are born during a recession. Please Google and look up the story of Starbucks, another company. They are born during recessions. They look at it and see opportunity the same way that we should be doing. So it's not for you to say, I'm going to cut marketing completely. That's going to kill you because then you become less relevant. You become less visible and we will forget about you. What you wanna do is not cut it, but like look at your customer. What are their needs now? During this recession, how is it that I can service them during a recession? And think of this, when I said before about emotional marketing. Emotional marketing is understanding where your clients or customers or consumers' emotions are in a cell and being able to cater to that and being able to speak to them through that. I always tell people that if you can reach a customer through immer- emotional marketing, You're going to thrive. Emotional marketing, and, you know, I I look at the bridal industry, very emotional. Um, Unfortunately, um, death is an industry, very emotional. But these are the times, having a baby, very emotional. These are the times where people are known to really go, like, haywire with the spending. It's emotional marketing. It feels like I should be spending this. It's my wedding day. I should be spending this. just had a baby. It's my baby. I should be spending this. I just lost my loved one. I want everyone to know how much I cared about that person. I should be spending. So emotional marketing um, is is really tied to the psychology um, segment, segmentation of marketing. And it's really important that you take a moment in this time and in this space that we're in, instead of saying. I'm just going to cut marketing because, you know, I have to spend my money on my supplies. Um, I have other things that matter. And and to actually spend money on marketing, I don't know if I'm going to see a return. I'm just not going to spend my money there. You're going to die. You're going to die. So I am uh, really reaching out to you um, on this show today to wrap my arms around you as entrepreneurs and tell you that it is going to be okay. We're going to get through this recession, but you cannot abandon your marketing at all. As you know, every show, we do a hot or not segment. And um, I'm going to start with this company. Um, I saw them on Instagram. And their name is Brassy Bra. Um, I have large boobs, right? And I have always been, like, really jealous of the girls that get to wear, like, backless dresses during the summer. Because I always have to wear a bra. And as you know, bras have straps. So when I saw this product, I wanted to try it because I've tried other products that lackluster, that did not hold my breasts. I am a G-cup. Um, I know that I would need something that was really strong in the adhesive. So 1st first, first, let's get into the packaging before I even get into the product. I wanna get into the marketing. They market it very, very well on um, Instagram. Um, it's really what got me into them. I saw this, like, all this goings on, and I thought this was just so cute. Like, you know, I didn't, I never seen really a bra brand um, look so funky. So that pulled me in, right? The visuals pulled me in. So I ordered it. When I opened it, I just want you to see. When I opened it, I love the pink tissue paper. I loved it. And I, I love this part, too. that they give me the information and the instructions on the box. not on a paper that I may lose, throw away for later, right here on the box. Open it up. Immediately, I have nipple covers. They also give you a test patch. Um, when you order it, you can order uh, different shades according to your skin tone, and I ordered this one. Matches my skin tone. I did do a test on this, and it held me up. It held these G girls up. So I really like this. I'm giving this a hot. They're getting. They are getting a hot from everything from the packaging to the delivery time um, to the you know to the actual product. Everything was a 10 for me. I have no complaints. I do recommend this, but from a marketing standpoint, they really did the job. They were able to pull me in and get my wallet. So they 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 did it for me. I have another company, which is a smaller company. It's an entrepreneur. Body by Lemoix. Lamo, We're going to put the name up there because I don't know if I'm saying it right. But I I want to speak to this. This is a body shaper, but it's not the average body shaper, right? Because I have a few by Shape LX or Skims, and this isn't like those. Um, She marketed it, and this is what pulled me. She had these cool ads on Instagram where she marketed it like clothing, not so much like a body shaper. She marketed it with uh, women wearing it with like jeans and heels and blazers. She marketed it as, you know, going out with your girls for girls night. So I was like, okay, I would like to try it. Like it was, it was really cute. I get to get the body shaper as well as just have it on. I don't need to put on another shirt. I don't have to put on other clothing. I get to just um, put this on and, and I'm one and done. So. I love the fact that it works for me. Um, and I'm gonna give a little backstory and I think it's important. It doesn't have anything to do with marketing, but it has everything to do with business. I had two, I had a black one and I had um, uh, this like nude color beige one. And according to what I read on um, online, it seemed like I should have gotten an extra large. So that's what I ordered. But when I got it, it was like my girls were spilling out. They it wasn't bad, but it was like, oh, uh, it put me back into having to wear another shirt, right? Because they were just like, it wasn't, it wasn't a good look. And I contacted her, and um, I had it on. I took a picture with it on, and I said, this just didn't work for me. She immediately sent me a return label for the one that I didn't wear, um, the customer service is what I wanna to speak to because it's very important. It's the reason why we're, we, we are speaking about her today. It is the reason why I gave the other one that I did um, try on that was small, I gave it away and, and spoke highly of it to that person so that they would then become a customer because word of mouth is everything. And I, I'm speaking to her business, how she handled me as a customer. She, she walked me through that sale from the day that I took interest All the way until that return and I got new product. So I gave her a hot as well. Um, I was able to get this in my size and, and have it and wear it, and I love it. Oh my God, it looks so good on me with my jeans and my my belt. Like, I I absolutely love it, and I love the fact that if I want to throw on another top over it because it does have the shaper, I can. But if I don't want to, it's nice summer nights, I'm feeling really girly, I don't have to. So those two today on the hot, anah section, I'm feeling both of those. I'm gonna get to anah eventually because I've been having all hot, right? I'm I'm grateful because I'm spending my money. I'm hoping it's hot. But these two products, I encourage you to try them. I encourage you to, um, to spend your money with them. It's worth it. Especially, like I said, Brassy Bra for the big girls. That's the one. Now, as you know, we end every show with our tequila segment. Yes, that tequila me baby. As I have told you before, I do not drink anything um, else. I'm not a a, a connoisseur of whiskey or rum or vodka, only tequila. And I have um, an affinity for tequila, um, which is why I gave it its own segment. Mm. Today, we are going to discuss the 1942 brand Don Julio. Don Julio is a brand that I um, usually have for, like, special occasions. I really love Don Julio. I love this box. This box is so, like, look at it. So I love the boxing on, on the Don Julio. I always, it instantly always makes me feel like, you know. So I recently had a birthday. I get Don Julio every year for my birthday. I recently had a birthday. I said, you know what? I'm going to make sure this makes the segment. So we are going to take a taste of our Don Julio while I give you some background. Look at this. Look at this. Now, we're talking marketing right now. We're talking pull me in. Because I want you to understand this is a $220 bottle of tequila. So they got to pull me in. So I I really do. I want you to take notice to just how well they do this for you, baby. So we're going to take us a... Uh, a nice shot. While I just give you a little history on this amazing company, 1942 Tequila. Can you guess why it's called 1942? Of course, it was it was made in 1942. After the founder, the name um, Don Julio Gonzalez Fosto Estrada. He began distilling at the age of 17 in 1942. Hence the name 1942. So let's taste it. Let's see. Now, the last uh, segment, um, we did Patron. We had a whole history on Patron. I love Patron. I love Patron for just your everyday, um, entertaining, hosting tequila. Um, let's see. Mm. Very good. Very good. Very good. So some way wanna know, why is it so expensive? It is made in an elaborate three-step distillation process. And given its scarcity, you're not like 1942 is not something I can just pull up uh, to the corner store and get. And given its scarcity, the value is much higher than other tequilas. So that's why you got the $220 price tag. I am going to highly recommend it. Um, Again, we look at the packaging And the quality is there and it's worth it. You're having a a, a great night. You want to celebrate with friends, with family. You want to feel extra special. You want to feel extra chic. I'm going to recommend the Don Julio for you. As always, um, I just want to end this show again. Um, The topic of recession, it's it's very um, intimate, right? Because businesses are really going through it. Businesses are closing. Um, we have uh, businesses that want to start we have people that want to start their business that are saying no not right now it's a bad time we're in a recession it's a great time recession always means opportunity so I want to wrap my arms around you entrepreneurs and let you know today is the day to start I don't care that we're in a recession start it's called strategy It's called looking at what your customer needs are in a recession and looking at what you provide for them in your brand and in your products and in your services and and looking at marrying the two to delivering them what it is they need. You can win. I know you can win with strategy. You can always win. Cha-ching, baby.